Hey, it's your boy, Kai. Welcome to the Kairos Has Friends podcast, where I sit down with the people that mean the most to me. Those are my colleagues and my friends. If you like our comic book news panel today, please be sure to follow me at The Vibe with Kai or on any of your favorite social media platforms. You can also visit the, my, my official website at thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting things that'll help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. This week on our panel, we'll be talking all about the second episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where react to the new Suicide Squad trailer that was just released this week. Super excited about that. We're going to talk about the new Black Widow release date news. Let's see if they actually stick to it this time. And then, of course, we'll talk about Black Adam and all of the casting that is happening on that side of the DC world. Sorry, Michael Anthony Cray. We're going to be talking... Uh, a little bit about DC today. Uh, please be aware that today's panel may contain spoilers for various MCU and DC projects. So, of course, proceed with caution. Uh, with that said, once again, welcome to the Kairos Friends podcast. I hope you enjoy this latest edition of our panel. Joining us today are my favorite MCU and DC nerds who have come back for another round of nerding outs. Uh, first and foremost, my love, my wonderful person uh, who sent me a wonderful text message this morning, which I can't wait to can't wait to check out. I'm um, excited about it. Um, my friend, Mr. Jared Millian. Hi. Hi. Um, oh, you're so sweet. Thanks for now. Um, I did, I forgot I even. Well, I didn't forget I sent it, but thank you. For, <laughs> I'm blushing now. Thank you. <laughs> How you holding up, my friend? I'm great. It's a beautiful day. I'm excited to be back with my friends. So I'm good. I'm real good. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy to. I'm happy that you're here. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, also joining us, looking fabulous as always, Bruce Dillacruz. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> looking I mean, fabulous you, as always. Are you wrong? <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. Jonathan V. Polanco. What are you? What are you blessing us with today, Mr. Mr. Polanco? Okay. So she's set. She's beat. I tried to go for a little bit of a star-spangled man type beat today. Yes, that know. glitter in the crease. Oh, I'm oh, here for the like glitter that? in oh, the crease. Like Girl, that's the that's the ring light behind the camera. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How how are you this week? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's been it's been a very interesting week. Uh, I got promoted at work, so hey, I've been uh, yeah, doing all of that about. fun stuff, uh, learning all the new things that I need to learn. Uh, however, uh, walking to work has been a little bit of a conundrum because this week has gone from like 50 to 80 yes. to super sunny to windy to rainy. Yes. Yesterday so, was like like the wind was insane at least down in this area i don't know what it was like it was crazy yeah, yeah it, it was, was really low, bad. it was a little bit excited but don't uh, blow away know. john we need you don't blow Girl, away I'm, I'm hoping that wanda just turns uh turns my town into a little mini westview again <laughs> and that's what i was actually hoping for yesterday that was what i was hoping all the wind was but i love it i love it well i'm happy to have you back and then our special guest panelist today Mr. Bruce De La Cruz. What's Hello. up, man? Thank you for Hello. joining us today. What's up? Of course. Man? Thank you for uh, for having me. Thank you for asking me. It's, uh, I feel awesome, like yeah. being here with all you guys. I know, dude. I, well, it's funny because <laughs> uh, it's fun because like Jared and I were, were talking about this. Like, obviously, 
we we nerd out like i know i'll shoot you like a text every now and then or like before or after like a rehearsal or show we'll talk yeah. about some like like comic book stuff uh but now we get to actually officially talk about i know <laughs> like we're we're actually like having a full-blown nerd conversation it's great yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm so happy that you're here thank you so much for joining us today um uh, my friends we have a well, we have a lot to get to today so i want to i want to get right to it uh i'm going to share my screen here so you can so you can see we're going to start off with uh with black adam which had some casting news that came out this week uh, no look at, this, uh, look at this cast i, I i'm offended. now here here's the thing I, admittedly my black adam knowledge is quite minimal um but I know that uh, The Rock is quite excited for it, and he has been for years, <laughs> for and he years, has not stopped yeah, talking about years. it. Um, but so we obviously we have uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam. Uh, we'll start over here to the left. We have Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, uh, who I've seen in a couple of things before. Uh, so I'm I'm happy to see him get his flowers right now. Uh, Noah Noah Centine, I believe is how you say his name, as the Adam Smasher. I am not familiar with him uh i don't don't think i I don't think i've ever seen him in anything but i may be wrong um and then uh, this beautiful beautiful woman over here quintessa swindell as cyclone uh blessing us with that with that presence and then rounding it out this handsome gentleman has been handsome for years i don't think he'll ever not be handsome mr (laughs) pierce brosnan as dr fate um so initial reactions what what do you think of this cast of black adam i mean i think it's cool I, I like it. that. I like that. There's so much color. I like yeah, that. The diversity is great. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, I mean, I have some feelings about us making DC films. I do. <laughs> I, I I get confused as to like. I had a friend text me over Black Adam, and they were like, "What universe is this in?" And I was like, "Hell, I, I was like we'll figure it out." When I think it- John. I think I asked you this yesterday. So this is tech. So technically speaking, this is part of the. DCEU, right? Yeah, so I think this is going to be a continuation either of the Shazam story or kind of like, you know, either a prequel, it's going to be a new kind of foil for Shazam. I'm not sure. I know that Black Adam and Shazam are like, like they're always going at it in the comics, I believe, right? Or am I mistaken? No, yeah, I think I think I heard, I read somewhere that uh, supposedly they're going to meet in Shazam 3. Yeah, so I imagine that uh, this is kind of laying the groundwork for that. So technically uh, speaking, would that say that that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is beating up a little kid? Yeah, <laughs> everybody that fights Shazam is literally assaulting a child. <laughs> I, I actually I said this in another chat yesterday. I actually wasn't a big fan of Shazam. Like it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad movie, and I get. I think I'm one of the very few people that um that didn't that wasn't a big fan of that movie because i know a lot of people really did like it i didn't um, love it either to be i wasn't honest. i wasn't a big fan of it yeah, i thought I it was okay it um, i mean when it came out after suicide squad batman yeah. uh, justice the josh whedon justice league because we can't say justice league in general now because <laughs> yes. we, <laughs> we need to clarify we need to clarify josh very whedon very different the artist league, formerly you know. known as justice league because <laughs> yeah. of the pretty, pretty much exactly exactly you know and we had all these kind of movies like back to back that were kind of really you know, lower caliber and just you know not not actually engaging for audiences. And then here comes Shazam, which is you know the story of a child in Philadelphia, yeah. you know who's you know trying to who's like a bad person, but surprise he stumbles on 
to a you know ancient Greek shrine here in in Philly, you know, as we all do. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I, I think that it, it was just a different tone than what Zack Schneider had set up. Mm-hmm. So I think that they were trying again, and I think it's all in response to Marvel. Like that, sure. like they were trying to go with this darker type of cinematic universe, and it wasn't being relayed and people weren't getting it and WB was just coming in with their claws and mixing it all up and messing it up and then they were like all right well heartfelt things like ant-man like i feel like shazam is is their their version of ant that's fair you know it's it's family fun oriented because i mean i'm sorry when all the kids came out at the end they all turned into you know, superheroes. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, it's been out for years. Deal with it. It's been it's been a couple of years. You should you should probably see exactly. it right now. <laughs> but like once that happened, I, the entire time watching it, I was like, "There's not a child watching this sure. that is not going to find someone to look at and be like, That's I fair. relate to them." That's fair. You know. Um, so. so in in regards to in regards to Black Adam, uh, Bruce, I'll start with you. Are you excited for this movie? Like, what are you, what are your thoughts on Black? Yeah, Adam? Yeah, I think I mean, like uh, you said it before. Dwayne Johnson has been excited since like what 2014 or 2016. Yeah, he's been talking like about that. this movie for He's been down to do this project since yeah. then. I think it was casted years ago mm-hmm. um, to do it. So, and I mean, you gotta love The Rock. Like, you yeah. mean, I love everything he does, but like his personality, just his attitude, his acting, his everything he does is is just like always just so much fun and. And I can't I can't get mad at, at The Rock for doing something. Yeah, and um, it sounds so like, like he's all, like. Real, Sorry, like this is like, like a passion project DC for him products i think it'll be entertaining yeah i'm sure it'll like be okay um i i'm going to hope because it's had such a long time to kind of like digest and simmer and really come to fruition hopefully it'll be like really just thought out mm. as opposed to a, I, in my opinion some of the other dc works that we've had um but hopefully it'll like really be fleshed out and and they can like begin a whole new world out of this so right we'll see i mean i'm, I'm excited is, he, posted, he posted this Why? five hours ago um he said uh, i think you're muted Black Adam. Paris. can you hear me i can hear you okay um Good. Good. the uh he's, he wrote he, he wrote this about five hours ago oh uh this is what he looks like right now um that is insane it's just not maintainable not to <laughs> like not to like so i love I think The Rock is like one of those people, like I look at him similarly to the way I almost like look at like Jennifer Lopez, if you know what I mean, where Mm -hmm. it's almost like, it's like, it's a, he seems like somebody that really maybe doesn't come from a privileged existence that perhaps has like really won essentially. And I think it's like really awesome. I'm excited to see it more like, like Bruce was saying for him, I'm excited more to see like The Rock than I am really to see the story because I just think that like the DC universe is like they throw like spaghetti at the wall and they like hope something (laughs) they're hoping hoping for more Aquaman and and Wonder Woman you know to like to hit with the audiences but then what's so crazy is like I love Wonder Woman I love Aquaman but then you'll have so many people that don't like those movies you know what I mean and it's Mm -hmm. it's like you're not gonna like everything I think it'll be great I think it'll Mm -hmm. be cool I just hope that they I hope that whatever universe they put it in, it just remains in that universe. And we don't yeah. have like in two years, a new Black Adam movie with a new <laughs> Black Adam. And like, <laughs> it's just like too much. You know what? I, I wouldn't put it past DC to somehow 
find a way to screw it up. Sorry, it'll DC. be Michael B. Jordan <laughs> in like two <laughs> years, like playing oh. Black Adam. <laughs> At the same time, though, the thing that is wonderful about Dwayne the Rock Johnson, let's say his full name, let's put some respect on that name. Uh, <laughs> no matter what movie he does and like there have been many movies where i'll sit and watch trailers for it and i'll be like this is gonna be a shit show (laughs) rampage exactly but like he is just so charismatic it don't matter you put him in front of a camera and you give him something to do he's going to sell it and it's probably gonna be a did you see that movie where he had to uh, climb up that that skyscraper it was like the world's tallest building and he had Um, to like I forgot what it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, he's, he's like climbing and jumping from like jumping. the movie. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, see yeah. the it's movie. Like a, it's like a world ending movie, right? No, no not that. No, one. that's San Andreas. That's San Andreas. San Andreas. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, so there's another one. You're right. Yeah, there's like one that he has to like rescue his family, like who's top, who's stuck at the top like, of a skyscraper, skyscraper, which is on fire. Um, and, yeah. he, and, and here's the part that I didn't know that I heard from other people in this movie, because of course, He's an amputee. He's an amputee. <laughs> yes. I'm dead ass. So he, like, they just had, because it's, since it's The Rock, since it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson, they had to find a way for him to, <laughs> to look, to, like, be vulnerable, I guess. I don't know. They're so, like, that's, it's almost offensive, like, when you think about it. But it's I was going to say. Like, in the it's world just ridiculous. Like, it's a. Like, we're gonna have a movie where somebody else plays Dwayne the Rock Johnson and he's just like doing different films and there's like people people are like in a meeting room and they're like set him on fire cut his arms off they're like maybe take an eyeball out and they're like and honestly make him gay for this movie and then it's like to your ears jesus and it's like, your name we like pray. i think oh. dwayne the rock is great i'm not gonna say i don't think right. he's great. i like him too if, yeah. you, if you've seen one dwayne the rock johnson film oh yeah you've seen them all yes but that's why well, we, well, we always come back for more we yeah, always do yeah. come back for more let's just but i don't know if we could put the uh, scorpion king in there but but well that wasn't pretty oh, bad how's your yeah. tongue scorpion king is phenomenal have you watched scorpion king recently? oh recently no i saw it other five made for tv movies no i saw the first i saw the first scorpion king yeah and i walked out saying okay (laughs) (laughs) you're not gay enough kairos what's crazy (laughs) what's crazy uh, first of all like we could talk about this on a different podcast because the only person i'm watching in any of those mommy movies is imhotep number one and i'm like (laughs) And number two, it, what's crazy is that was like his first acting thing. It was. Yeah. The Mummy 2, so yeah. First yeah. thing he came out. Uh, and, and now he's like movie. a legitimate yes. actor. And, like, and we an also, actor. we need to put some respect on the Mummy franchise, specifically the first two movies. Those oh, are two okay. of the greatest movies of all time. I don't care what anybody says. Girl, I'm sorry. I lived my best life as a young gay boy watching uh, Rachel Vice with them motherfucking uh, weapons, <laughs> bitch. You don't understand. Birth to this homosexual. Birth to me. You know, birth, of a, you know birth of a nation? Birth of a homosexual. Thank the you. woman that plays Anaxuna Moon. I oh, yeah. could be. Uh, oh, yeah. She could be down the street, like picking up groceries, and I'm like, "That's a next in a move." Like she does, she has like an arc in Arrested Development. If you've ever yes. seen Arrested Development, she plays. Um, oh yeah, she plays like a love interest for um, Jason 
Bateman's character and Will Arnett. Like she plays somebody that they both kind of date a little bit. And like, she plays like, it's such a demure, sweet character. And I'm like watching, I'm like, don't trust her. That's right. enough for the moon, you can't trust her. Like, well, with, with, with that said, uh, obviously uh, for Arrested Development, rest in peace, Jessica Walter, who we lost rest this week. Lucille, Lucille Wong, I know. But it's like uh, everyone, Archer. And yeah. honestly, it's one of those things where, like, I think that if I'm blessed to live till 80 and have a career like she did, like, yes, obviously, like, everyone's like, rest in peace. And I'm like, yeah, beautiful. But I'm like, can y'all let her, like, rest? Like, not because it's one of those things where I'm like, everyone's like, oh, it's such a tragedy. I'm like, is it? She had such a beautiful life. And like, she did. And her Jared's career, actually kind it's, of mad about this. I find it, I find it so interesting that her career blossomed, like, during the second half of her life. Yeah. You know, like she had like a, she always had like a very good career, but like she really took off like the second well, half of her life. Arrested Development, like for all intents and purposes, was a flop. Like it didn't really do oh, well. Yeah. It really got new life almost a decade after it was over yes. because of like DVDs and like streaming and stuff like that. And people were so obsessed with it. That's why they did that revival on Netflix. So it's it's interesting because I think our generation, like I would most relate her to um arrested development or archer but like yes. my this mother remembers her in some movie called like play misty for me or something Look which is her. apparently like this like classic gorgeous yeah Look so beautiful her. oh my goodness she, she's fantastic her, i have seen her at pearl studio auditions a thousand yeah. one times oh. i mean that that looking individual i'm not she she's great she's fantastic <laughs> but with, with that said i do i do want to move on to uh this right here, Black Widow, oh. our, our queen. So oh uh, Natasha Romanoff will be back in action in Marvel Studios' Black Widow with will a new release date of July 9th, 2021. The action and adventure continues with the first film from the phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, both in theaters and on Disney Plus, releasing simultaneously with premiere access. So, AKA, in a, um, I, I mean, I plan on seeing this in a movie theater. I'll be vaccinated by that point. I miss movies so much. I, I miss movie theaters. Um, I cannot wait to go see it in a movie theater. Um, I'm, ex I'm excited for this. I hope that like this is it because uh, at this point it'll be a full two years like between Marvel movies. And as much as I love WandaVision, as much as I love Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm excited to go see a Marvel movie, movie yeah. again. Um, well, so Bruce, I'll start with you. Black Widow, are you excited for were you excited for this July 9th? Oh, I'm down. I am. I've been waiting for ever since they announced it, um, and it's it's a uh, it sucks that it keeps getting pushed back. I do feel yeah. like they've been trying to like really just hold off on as much as possible because I'm sure they don't want to lose out on sales and all that. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so I think that's been the only annoying thing because so many other companies now have realized like, all right, it's not happening. Let's just start releasing through uh, through HBO Max or let's just start releasing through through this and that. Um, so they've been really holding back on this. Um, so finally, I'm, I'm glad that it's being released. I pray that it's not going to be postponed anymore. I'm, yeah. assuming, I'm assuming this is it. Yeah, um, I, I, I think they, I think they had right. to because at some point, like there's there has to be some plot points that come into play for all of the various other projects that are coming in because i know um what's her face like god i can't think of her name right now but right lawrence here. yes yeah she's um, the girl from um uh midsummer 
Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, I know that she plays a role in the um, Hawkeye series, I believe. I believe she's oh, in okay. the new Hawkeye series And as I well. think She-Hulk too. I think yeah, she's on so I know, too. I know how important this movie is in introducing her. Yeah. So, and let alone, I mean, I, would, I think Taskmaster is the is a villain in Black yeah. Widow. Um, and I, I would imagine that that might play a role at some point as well. Uh, Jared, your thoughts, Black Widow, uh, are you excited for the new release date? I mean, so I am, we've, I've, I've been, y'all have heard me talk about this in our group chat. Y'all have heard me talk about it on here. Like, I think that it, it bought the, it, when they first announced it, it bothered me because I think where it fits into the timeline should have been where it was released. I mm. think that we should have just gotten it after civil war because I think it's like an insult to Natasha's character almost to kill her and then release a movie like almost two years after she's dead. And for me, I care about it, but I think like, as far as like, if you take into the pandemic into consideration and just how long we've gone without Marvel films, it's like almost frustrating to me that we're now gonna get, like I'm I'm interested in what's happening moving forward in the MCU. I, I would love to know what happened in the past, but for me, we know Natasha's dead. We know that this is, this is not even something that is like a post Endgame story. It's right. like a post Civil War. Post Civil War, yeah. Which is like we're going back at this point like three or four years. Yeah. So it's like, for me, where I'm at with it is, I've said this before. Like I think in all of the death in the MCU, in my opinion, Natasha's was the most ridiculous, and I felt like mm. it was the most unnecessary death. I know that this is probably not going to be well received but i would have 100 percent rather have lost hawkeye you're not the only person that, that i've heard yeah, say that i yeah i think that it would have been cool to see black widow continue on in the next phase with new mm -hmm. avengers i think that would have been really cool i also think it's weird that we would have the only female avenger really like the the original female avenger kill her give her no semblance of a funeral in the film. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then release her movie three years later. I said this last time, I'm still not positive that it doesn't have to do with something surrounding the massive controversy of Scarlett Johansson in the last few years. Like, I'm not sure that maybe Disney is like, this might be too much because every time she gets cast in anything, there's now such an uproar from the community. So I wonder, but I'm, I'm going to watch yeah. it. I'm excited for it, but it's definitely not in like my top three of things. That's I'm fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited she's getting her flowers because um, she's been a part of the MCU community since Iron Man 2, right? Was it Iron Man 2 yeah. that she was introduced? Yeah. With Black Widow, she's, I think now her and Thor are the only original Avengers that have been in all phases of, right. and Jarvis <clears throat> and uh, Paul Bettany. They're right. the only ones that have been in all of the phases. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for her, I, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm curious with the Black Widow movie. I think I did, like, I heard that there might be some footage from Civil War that they might be weaving into it, kind of like what they did with the first um, Spider-Man movie where they weave Civil War into that, um, that we might get uh, like a Tony Stark cameo in this, but it was something that was like, like maybe like a deleted scene from Civil War that they're using in Black Widow. Um, and that'll serve as like uh, one of the cameos that take place. Uh, John, what are your thoughts on Black Widow? Um, so I'm like, 
the biggest issue that I think I am facing is I again I understand that that Marvel is trying to be okay. Thank you, Dryer. Thank God. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the the thing is that I know that they're trying to meet their profit margins and and make money off of it, but like, I'm sorry, you should I, like I do believe that she deserves her day, you know, to shine and in the movie theaters and stuff like that. But like, Marvel, we have get you made three billion dollars off of Endgame. You've made a billion dollars on every movie that you've put out there in the past. Five probably since Civil War. I mean, I, I I'm trying to think of all the movies that have come out post Civil War, and you made a billion dollars on every single one of them. You guys should have dropped Black Widow about six months ago, and you should have given it to us for free on Disney Plus. I understand that Scarlett Johansson deserves that that time to shine as a leading woman and about a female about a female story. I'm here for it. I'm one of the people that loved The Last of Us Part Two because it was a female-driven story. Uh, but at the same time, Disney dropped Onward, which is now nominated for several Oscars for Best you know, Picture. Best, and best and Soul, Soul as well. And, and Soul yeah. for free. And you're telling me that this Pixar could release two films for free, but y'all couldn't release one? And, 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 a and, a th and a third one, uh, there's another one. I can't think of the name right now, but there's another Pixar movie that's coming out this summer as well. It's just crazy like, to pay for a streaming service. Yeah, like, unless yeah. it's crazy. And then, and then pay for another film. And I get it. Like, I understand it. But it's like, mm -hmm. look at Mulan, which I thought was a phenomenal movie, Mulan. But like, I watched it a few weeks ago for free. And <laughs> John, like, John. Yeah, John. <laughs> Sorry, I have opinions, but we could talk about that in another yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think it was like world changing, but for me, I didn't pay thirty dollars for it. I waited till they released it. Same. Oh, one hundred percent. I did not pay for it either. Yeah, so I was gonna. Like, add, like I was gonna ask if, if if you plan on on paying, Bruce. Do you plan on paying to go to see? Just like you, I'll be fully vaccinated. I'm going to the theater. I miss yeah. Same. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the theater. Mm -hmm. I just. I'm a I that... bro date. I'm here for it. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> I just. Yeah. I'm. I. I. Um, I just I can't wait to go back to the movies I think that's like this is I guess I think I guess this would be like one of the first movies that I would go back to a theater to see you know like I'm I'm fine like I I'm I'll be vaccinated I'm gonna go I'm gonna go do it uh, I'm excited July 9th um, 4th of July weekend that, that they're saying that this will probably be the first like major you know movie that people really start to go back to the movies um i'd rather even even then like even if there wasn't a vaccine i might be like you know what i might just gonna have i might have to risk it because i'm not paying thirty dollars <laughs> and honestly like the thing about movies and movie theaters is like i don't mean to sound like a debbie downer but especially post pandemic i'm not sure how long an industry like that is going to survive that way so that's i true. would go I would go see a movie like I'm already fully vaccinated. So for me, like I'm like, I'm down to go. I'll go see it. Do you guys hear that subtle flex? Do you hear that subtle flex? <laughs> you just and you want to really be flexed? <laughs> and it's the Johnson and Johnson. I am not going with you, bitch. Johnson and Johnson, she got Pfizer. Uh, cut to uh, me. Cut to me as soon as they injected in me, like trying to make my chaos magic work. As soon as they got it, I was like, I'm like in the car and Charlie's like, what are you doing? I was like trying to make it happen. I'm like, I'm <laughs> um, I love it. But I think that like at that point, it's, I just don't 
listen, like movies are overpriced anyway. You know what sure. I mean? So I, I mean, at the that, end like, of the day, you're still paying like that $30. Like I, I joke about paying $30 on Disney Plus. But at the end of the day, like if I were to buy two tickets and get nachos and a drink, that's more oh, than $30. I take my nephews to the movies and like, I might as well like put the tickets on layaway because I'm literally like, <laughs> they're like, can we get this and this? And I'm like, yeah, we'll get it. And they're like, you're total $65. I'm like, for some juju right. bees? Like yeah. for yeah. some Sour Patch kids that they're and not going to finish? Drink. Oh, drink. but but I used to go, I go all out. Like I go to like the AMCs that give you the chicken tenders. And oh yeah, like, daddy, 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 daddy. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy, do we understand? It's the, I'm ready it's the best. Say. It's the best. I get the chicken fingers. I get the pretzel bites. Yeah, wow, yeah. I, I, I get a hot dog. Sometimes they have the hot dog. Yeah, oh, God AMC, knows what it is. You can get a drink. You can yeah, like so get a, a couple AMC. Like yeah, there was a couple times I went to an AMC, especially uh, when I went to go visit my family out in uh, in Arizona. They have this one AMC. It's like a restaurant. Like they like they'll serve you. Like, you don't even have to go to, to the table. thing. Like, they'll come over like, hello, welcome to AMC. Yeah, the How one at Menlo Mall. At <laughs> Menlo Mall, it's right. in Edison, they do that. You could, like, right. you hit a button and they, like, come and serve you. I mean, them chicken fingers were trash when I had them, but I can't imagine that perhaps they've gotten better over the years. <laughs> they've, they've perfected the recipe. They were that, those, yeah. uh, those Johnson, those Johnson and Johnson chicken fingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all gonna be mad. I'm, I'm kidding. Like... I'm kidding. Um, all right. So this is, this is what I want to do. So uh, I'm sure you, you've heard, you've seen this already, but I want us to react to this. Um, this is the new trailer for uh, the new Suicide Squad directed by uh, James Gunn. Yet. You haven't watched, watched it yet. yet. I haven't had a chance. I was oh. working the past several Perfect. days, and I literally, literally didn't know that we were looking at this until I was like closing my eyes, and you said ten o'clock in the morning, and I cried. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I have an extra hour of sleep." Yet. And then I was like, "Wait, Suicide Squad trailer? I'll watch it tomorrow." <laughs> All right, let's do this. So uh, let's uh, let's 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 play it and see uh, see how we react to it. You gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dress as a court jester. It's coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head. We don't leave one of our own behind. They're still alive. No funny business, I don't These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire up. Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? Well, you know, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Bloodsport. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. This is the famous suicide squad. They can't say from the director part of the galaxy, unfortunately. <laughs> Good though, like they should. They can't. Nom nom. He takes me so ugly hot speech. Oh, Any questions? And? Yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here's the deal. We fail the mission, you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, you die. What? No. If you cough without covering your mouth. Harley, although that isn't an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. 
What's the plan? How the hell am I supposed to know? You're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone <laughs> put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. Don't you worry, yeah? I'm gonna get you out of here alive. I'm going to get you out of here alive. Oh my god! We've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit! Look at Star It's like angels are splooching all over us. Look at that. Look, 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 I, I want to, I want us to take a quick look at this, um, this cast here. Um, so we have Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Jay Courtney, Peter Capaldi, David Dasmalkian, Daniela Melkor, uh, Michael Rooker, who I love, Alice Braga, who I love, Pete Davidson, uh, Joaquin Cosio, Juan Diego Bodo, Storm Reed, whom I love, Nathan Fillion, Taika Waititi. Steve Agee, uh, Sean Gunn, Flula Borg, Mei Ling, uh, I'm not going to mess up that last name, I don't know how to say it, uh, Tanash Kajaj Bolden, Jennifer Holland, Julio Cesar Ruiz, uh, Sylvester Stallone, and Viola Davis. Um, so, uh, initial thoughts, what are your thoughts on uh, the uh, the first trailer for Suicide Squad? I am ready for Starro. Are <laughs> familiar with Starro from the? I didn't know much about Starro until I I was I, after I watched the trailer. I was like, "What is that?" And then I saw yeah. Twitter blowing up. Like they were mm -hmm. so happy to see Starro. And I Literally read one thing. I read one thing that uh, Starro likes to uh, take control of people and like turn them like against like he that's he's like always a world conqueror so like you see that right there him like taking yeah. over that little girl he'll make those little baby stars and it'll go to like people and it'll be on their faces and it'll like control them so i'm interested to see who the suicide squad's about to get controlled by Starro. i'm interested in that yeah uh did you like it are you excited for it yeah, it looks really fun. Um, it looks like it's going to be James Gunn a little bit off the leash. Mm. You know, I feel like with Marvel, he has to kind of hit so many kind of beats and so many sure. bullet points that they, they expect from him. Right. And I feel like they, I remember it in an interview with James Gunn, they based, DC basically came to him and was like, here's money, do it. Just mm -hmm. make it. We don't care what you do. You can do whatever you want. And he was given free reign to write whatever he wanted and, and create nice. whatever he wanted. So I'm yeah, I, I know that um, there's also, uh, what's his face? Uh, John Cena's character is getting his own TV show called The Peacemaker. Yes, which is uh, which is coming on HBO Max at some point. Uh, Bruce, what are your thoughts on uh, Suicide Squad trailer? Um, I mean, it's. It looks like it's going to be great. A lot of fun, amazing. I'm sure, really cool visuals. Um, I'm a little like, like, uh, like John said, it's it's James Gunn unleashed. But mm. the fact, I feel like it feels like Guardians of the Galaxy three, um, but R rated. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's it's sad. It's a shame because, again, I just not not trying to put down DC um, 
you can too much <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> it's, you, you should you should meet michael because he would be the first, first place of that fan club marvel marvel has said it marvel has done mm -hmm. it they, they took 12 years to perfect this perfect universe they made and now dc's playing catch-up so they went they poached james gunn i mean he got released because of you know all that right stuff. But um, but they got James Gunn. They basically gave him like, here, you need to like help us make our movie, movies, movie, whatever, um, into something substantial, so that you know we'll sell tickets and people will like it. And that's what he's doing. He's gonna, it's gonna be a great movie. I'm sure it will be. A lot of fun. Right. But it seems like Guardians three, like misfit cast, but now a lot more cursing, a lot more inappropriateness, right. a lot more gore. Um, so you know it's it's uh it's a shame i feel like to a certain extent that that um that's i guess what dc is resorting to right you know what i mean like i, I got you. like if they could would like would they poach the russo brothers to make their next justice league 100 you know what i mean like it, it's just a shame like like you were they they did it james gunn is a great director and a great writer and he obviously made some great things happen with guardians um, but now DC is just like saying like, here, can you just come do that with us? And we'll, and we'll, <laughs> you, we'll even give you something more by like, do whatever you want. Here's right. all the money, make it R-rated, whatever you want. James Gunn, right. who would turn that down? Who would turn down? Right, and, and, this, ca and this cast, like how, how can you say no to this cast, right? Like, yeah, and this, like I mean, it's going to be great. Anybody it's going to be star-studded and all that. But that's my only worry. DC is usually like, you know, big shiny things, right? but usually no substance behind it. So hopefully... James Gunn is a substance type of person. Right. So well, we're, we're you know, it it's funny. It's funny you say that because um, I like I liked this trailer, but you know what else had a really good first trailer? The very uh, first Suicide Squad. Suicide yeah. Squad. It yeah, did have it had a an really amazing good trailer. trailer. The oh, first trailer for the uh, first Suicide Squad was fan. Yes, that was pro that might have been one of my favorite DC e e DCEU trailers I've ever seen. I thought and Batman vs Superman trailer was amazing. The mm. Wonder Woman 1984 trailer kicked ass too. did it? Yes, it did. did I will, Tyrus. We will fight <laughs> over it. Okay. Well, In ten years, we will talk about Wonder Woman 1984 the way we talk about things like Mommy Dearest and um, also Supergirl. They will. You are having like, some hot takes today. Wonder Woman 1984 will become a camp classic in ten years. I promise you that. We will be quoting it and make jokes about it. We will. I'm telling but, you, you're probably right. It will become a camp classic. But the sad thing is, is that what they set out to do? No, but that's not what they set out to do for Supergirl or Mommy Dearest either. But those movies are camp oh legends. <laughs> Jared with the hot takes today. I love it. Jared, what, what are you, being said? What are your Jared? What are your thoughts on uh, Suicide Squad? I think it's cool. I like I said, it's like weird. To, like, so I'm like, is is it Suicide Squad two? Like, is it is it number two? Right, right. Or like, yeah, are we like are we just like pretending that Suicide Squad one didn't happen? So right. I think it looks really cool. I agree, like very much like it very much like, so here's what I love about, I'm like, how do I not be so long-winded? Here's what I love about the Guardians movies is if you watch Endgame, okay, as soon as they go to when we're the beginning of um, Star-Lord's story, we hear, um, what's the song? Come and get your love. We hear it, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's so indicative of, the Guardians is that style of soundtrack, which now I think we're learning is very much James Gunn. But with that being said, 
for me, it did feel a little very much of that where I'm like, okay, we have lots of gore. song in the background. Yeah. We have like a seventies, late seventies, early eighties soundtrack. So we're, it's like very much for me. Like I was like, okay, I get it. I think it's cool. I will definitely watch it. I'm way more excited about it than I have been other um, DC films. I said this to Bruce. I've said this to you guys before, although it does favor my own interests. I feel like Marvel has become like the Beyonce of superhero movies where (laughs) it is, in my opinion, at a level that it is such a perfected product like Beyonce that it is difficult to compare it to things in the same genre. So I feel like Beyonce, you can't compare it to the other superhero films because in my mind, it's Marvel is so much higher. So what, in my opinion, has been very successful that is like the antithesis of that, The Boys or Watchmen, these other shows that go in a completely other direction. Mm-hmm. So they're able to hone in on that. This thing that DC's trying to do, it's almost like Wizard of Oz like where I'm like do you guys think we don't see that you're trying to copy a formula that took Marvel a decade to perfect like no one knew that the Avengers was coming when Iron Man 1 came out we hoped for it but no one like knew it was going to happen even I would say like a few movies in we're all like all right we know that we've done the cut scenes we know that they're gonna do the Avengers when are the Avengers coming with this it's like I would almost love it if they didn't even, I love the Suicide Squad, but I would have almost loved if we got like maybe a Harley Quinn film or if we got something that was more one character focus. And then in the long game, five or six years later, we get a more ensemble piece because the biggest criticisms of these DC films is that they lack substance. We get like action, we get hot people fighting, we get like cool superpowers, but then like at the end of it, we don't really know what happened. So I think James Gunn will change that. I think Suicide Suicide Squad will be good. But selfishly, I don't know. It's like finding like a diamond in a pile of poop where you're like, okay, like this is great, <laughs> but are there any more diamonds in here? Do I want to keep looking through the shit for the diamond? It's like- sure. You yeah, know, I, 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 I do. I definitely see your point there. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think it'll be great. Yeah, I think I think I think it's going to be better than the first Suicide Squad. I know that there's been since the release of the Snyder Cut, a lot of people have been saying release the Ayer cut uh, for David Ayer, who directed the first Suicide Squad, who said that you know the version that we got to see is not the version that he wanted out there. Um, But I know that neither John or Jared want that because neither of them like Jared Leto, and that would mean that they would get more Jared Leto if they were to release the Ayer cut. Uh, I would be I would be the one person Meryl in a little Street group that would be excited. Meryl Streep exactly, man. So extra, like he. Re- we're not we are not hashing like, it again. Chewing no. the scenery. We are not hashing this again. No. Like, no, 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 no. We're oh not doing that. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Um, okay, so friends, let's let's. Uh, oh, let's, wait, let's, really quick. I yeah. do have to say, sorry to cut you off, but I'm unbelievably excited for John Cena. I love John Cena mm. in everything he's in. And I think superhero movies will be, I'm almost sad he's not in a Marvel film because I feel like superhero movies yeah, are going to be like sure. his lane. Well, I think he, yeah, he will. He'll, I mean, I'm excited. That, I mean, the fact that they already gave 
Peacemaker uh, TV show, yeah, awesome. I, I think says a lot about that the character that like we're about his to see. Lane is that like dry yeah. comedy? He's so beautiful to look at, but he's a good actor. Like I'm mm-hmm. very, excited. he's probably the person I'm the most excited of the new people and Idris, obviously. But yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, so let's let's end this with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which uh, I was a big fan. So what I let me tell you what I loved about this episode. They did something in this episode that I've never seen any comic book movie do successfully, if at all. They tackled race. Still. Still. They tackled race. And one of my favorite scenes surrounded this man right here. Um, Isaiah. Isaiah uh, Isaiah Bradley. Um, this man, uh, Carl Lumbly is his name uh, in, in real life. And he played this so well. And I enjoyed this scene so much. It was a short scene, um, but it was so powerful. And like, I don't think I've ever seen a, like, a Marvel movie or a comic book movie in general just talk about this so bluntly, how that there was a Black super soldier that um that even captain america didn't know about because what they were testing this stuff on african americans um mm-hmm. and he was somebody that survived and he was jailed he was jailed for it and now he has this quiet anger that he has to live with um and I just, man, I, I don't know. I doubt he'll come into play for the rest of the series because I know that the series has a lot to tackle. But I thought that this was a powerful scene. The other scene that, uh, that came right after this, I want to show, this was the scene that played right after they left his house. Oh, my God. Girl. Sam. Why didn't you tell me about Isaiah? How could nobody bring him up? I asked you a question, Bucky. I know. Steve didn't know about him? He didn't. I didn't tell him. So you're telling me that there was a black super soldier decades ago and nobody knew about him? Was not expecting this. Hey. What's up, man? Is there a problem here? No, we're just talking. We're fine. Did I see your ID? I don't have ID. Why? Just search, just calm down. I am calm. What yeah, are you doing? Him. We're just standing here talking. Just give him your ID. No, so I'm not giving him shit. We're just talking. Hey, hey, look, is this guy bothering you? No, he's not oh bothering me. Do you know who this I is? I know! Right? Just that line right there. Oh, God. I am so sorry, Mr. Wilson. I, I didn't recognize you without the cockles. <laughs> I'm wow. really, really sorry about this. Thing. Wow. Guys, uh, mm-hmm. just wait here, okay? So just, like this this man was just on national tv like a week yeah yeah this man was on national tv giving up this captain america shield right and and what what, here's here's the thing here's the thing that blew my mind is that i saw a lot of people posting online white people posting online saying why are they putting this stuff in you know, these, you know, these shows and these movies, you know, leave, leave that stuff out of this, blah, blah, blah. But like, this is like relevant. It's cultural <laughs> relevant. It's so real. And like, I hate to Marvel for doing that because like with WandaVision, they talk about the importance of mental health. Yes. And now with this, they're yeah. talking about the importance of systemic racism. 
Yeah. You know, like these are things that and, you wouldn't expect from. And he, the, the, when the cop show. asked, when the cop asked Bucky, "Is this it's man bothering, bothering you?" I'm like what? And like, I, <laughs> I think just so I literally like if we have like a group chat, obviously for anybody listening, where we like do scheduling and what we're going to talk about and stuff. And I had me and Jackie, our sister in arms, who's not here today, but I. I was text her and I were watching it at the same time. And I mm-hmm. sent in the group, I was like, why am I actually crying? Mm-hmm. And I think, so for me, it is so powerful that they kept those two scenes together because yes. what really struck me with Isaiah was it was so, I, I don't know if this was the intent, but what I read from Sam being so upset was immediately thinking of Sam's entire life where he's only had these white superheroes, yes. or white, like this, I always talk about representation on this podcast and he's so, you can tell that he's like my whole life, I could have known that black people can do this. And now you're gonna tell me after this whole thing is over, and I also think it's a huge commentary. We don't have to get deeply into this, but putting him in jail, the juxtaposition, the juxtapos- I can't say the word, but the, the difference between, between oh, my cats are killing each other. The difference between Steve Rogers being exalted his entire life versus Isaiah being put in jail for 30 years immediately put me in a place of how many white people are out here living free doing whatever they want that may have different charges on their records that black people have the exact same charges for that are put in jail. And for me, that was such a way I have, I'm in a lot of awful Marvel groups on Facebook because they have good memes and they're super xenophobic and super homophobic and super sexist and super racist. And I've, I've said this multiple times and I don't mean to be exclusionary, but if you are a xenophobic person, Marvel is not for you because Mm -hmm. these superheroes are a commentary on racism they always have been that's That's all it's ever that's all it's ever been since it began it's just so weird that people would be offended because disney what i loved about it was we talked about this last week how they did the scene in the bank and how so many black americans go through that every day where white people get loans that they don't get Mm -hmm. and they're put in these situations and i think a lot of people were like okay well maybe that's like the only racism they're going to sprinkle in here but they're like what this made me feel like is this is going to be an issue for Sam. We're, oh, we're yeah. The end, of, the end of the first episode, just right when he watches the TV and there, I mean, like, just think about it. How can you not think of like, they made him give up or they probably took the shield to put into a museum and then he gave a white guy the, mm-hmm. the role of the new Captain America. Like they, it never even this crossed like, mind. Yeah, well, ask, hey, maybe we should ask the guy who already owns the shield, who is already an Avenger, who's already like a really great human being for our side. Who has saved the world. You're yes. picking Literally. a random white person who to be the, this to, to hold this title when you have someone who has literally, you'd be dead if well, it yes. was not this, this man. You'd be dead. The, and because he's black. Yes. They're doing so well to juxtapose exactly what Sam's journey is. You know, when with John Walker, they they said, "Oh, you you went to MIT. They they did tests on you, and you graded off the charts. And you're this, and you're that, and you're you're amazing." And the thing is, that's that's so wonderful about this storytelling is Marvel is giving us basically what it means to have white privilege. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, like this this man, he tested off the charts. He's this, he's that. 
Sam did not have any soldier serum. He had nothing. He had his intellect and some fucking high-tech fucking wings. And this motherfucker saved the world. Yes. But yet this guy who you're like, well, we took him to MIT and he was so right. amazing and he's right. so great and he's so wonderful. And yet his 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 backup man, his best friend is a black man. His wife is a black woman. So this man is constantly thriving off of white privilege on the backs of colored individuals lifting yes. him up. You know, people mm-hmm. of color living lifting him up. You know, and I think that that is again, it's going to be something that's going to go over so many people's heads. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That like yeah. that storyline is white privilege. At Absolutely, and I hope, I hope that it continue. I hope. This is my hope for this series is that while I don't expect it to be like the overall like story or plot mm-hmm. line here, I hope that Marvel finds a way to interweave that thought process. And that's why, like, that's why I love these TV shows is because you get a chance to flesh out this type of thing that you would never, they would never have time to do this no, in, it like, in, in no, Infinity War. Like, and yeah. there's <laughs> such a racist fan base for superheroes that the movie would tank. There would be, they, if they did release this as a film, we would all go see it. And the people that care about this stuff would go right. see it. Look, at- But they would make it like, Look at like not to like I know this is a white situation, but like if you look at Captain Marvel, I that's like exactly that movie. that's exactly yeah, what I, was about I to like say. that movie. Mm-hmm. And the movie made a billion dollars, so mm-hmm. let's just say that it's a billion dollar film. And there are definitely issues with it, but listen, when you get an origin story nine years into all of mm-hmm. this stuff, you have to just take an L and be like, we're gonna learn about this character for a right. minute. We don't yes. need a thousand cameos. Right, we're but not DC. Said, yeah, you cannot mention Captain Marvel around these people. Right. without them literally being like it's a shit movie brie larson is mean she's a bully everybody hates it's, Brie Larson. And it's I'm, like, I'm really happy you said that because that was the exact example i was going to use that that even when it comes to female empowerment mm-hmm. people were just like in their feels and i'm like girl get out of here Ghostbusters, these white men defend their these white men defend their masculinity by watching a bunch of jacked, ripped men in spandex <laughs> and underwear. Tightest, so I don't know what to tell you about that, but it, for me, I'm like, are you are you mad because it's a girl? Are you right. mad because it's a but girl and it's also, not, it's not a man? So wonderful is that the, a lot of those men too are the ones that are like, we can't see a black Superman. We can't see a black right. Captain mm-hmm. America. We can't see this because it's my childhood. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, that's not how it was. Right, that's, that's not how it was in the comics. Wow, man, like you are like, so Have you ever read the comics? Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so I, on race, like you I saw this man. Progress. I saw this man trash the Falcon and Winter Soldier and he was like, this racism stuff is like against Stan Lee's vision and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I was like, no, no. literally, somebody literally we all know that's not true. As a friggin', like, I com- uh, we, we all know that's not true. I commented under it and I was like, I think you should Google that before you, yes. I think you, there are hundreds of quotes of Stan Lee saying, Black superheroes, gay superheroes, yes. everyone can be a superhero. That's what this uh, yes, is. Yes, that's, that's the, the point. Quote. Literally, exactly. it's always been the point. So For kids I want to do- up. And just like be inspired that they absolutely 
I agree. I want to do a couple just quick hot takes uh, to, to, to end this, uh, our little panel today. Um, first and foremost, uh, we got a little background. We kind of alluded to this, to this man right here. Um, <laughs> the guy from Up. I love it. <laughs> the grandpa. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Um, yeah, the grandpa from Up. Um, uh, quick, quick thoughts. Quick thoughts on, uh, on what we think of the new Captain America in this episode. John, I'll start with you. Um, we'll give her a six out of ten she's trying trying to figure it out i feel like she's a little friendly i feel like she's a little too friendly i feel like she thinks that like she's she's like new to the party and she's like bucky 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 bitch don't call me that like don't call me do not call me by my name all right you You don't know me like that my my favorite part was the um there was two my two favorite parts um in with in regards to him was when um he said something about um it, he's like i it would be nice if uh in regards to like captain america it'd be nice if if captain america had his uh wingman, wingman. by it okay. like, and then and then um falcon was like it's always that last always line that last line yeah because <laughs> he was um, doing he was doing okay up until that point, like you saw, they always showed their true colors. Exactly. Around that exactly. last line, the true. Motivation. He also let the record show got his ass kicked. By the way. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Um, does does this does this guy did he take any super soldier serum? No, no, no. But I, I feel like that's where it's going to end up going. Because mm. here's here's my thing. Yeah. In the comics, which is so amazing too, Isaiah Isaiah was uh, Isaiah Bradley. Uh, and his nephew Eli, Eli. Uh, Young Avengers, yep. Young Avengers, uh, Young, Ava- Young Avengers here. Yeah, I'm not signing up for Young Avengers until we get the X Men. So you could call me after. Thank you. <laughs> I don't need two Avengers before I get the X Men. Young Avengers before we're getting the X Men, baby. Um, <laughs> okay. But here's the thing. Um, in the comics, Eli, he is actually like. He's actually a drug addict in the comics. Like, I know that that's not this one. That's his grandfather. Yeah. Um, but in the comics, he is uh, he's a drug addict, which is kind of messed up. Of course, we have to have an African-American individual be a drug addict, you know? But the thing is, the drug he takes helps him become Patriot, helps him become mm-hmm. a super soldier. We already have these two, these eight super, well, actually now seven, spoiler alert. But uh, we have these super soldier individuals and they're running with vaccines, they said. I'm wondering if that's the drug that's making them super soldiers or not. Yes, this individual. He's so cute. And in the comics, he is, you know, taking this this serum so that he can become Patriot. But then through twists of fate and, you know, story, 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 he ends up having a blood transfusion with his grandfather because his grandfather, again, is a super soldier, and he ends up becoming a super soldier from that transfusion. So I'm wondering if some way, shape, or form that's going to play into the show. And again, I wonder if this character, John Walker, is maybe going to take a super soldier serum too, because he's going to be obsessed with this idea that, like, I need to be the new Captain America. I need to be a new, you know, symbol of hope, and I need to be what everybody needs me to be. And if anything, in that obsession to be the new Captain America, he loses 
exactly what it means to be Captain America, and he becomes. A oh, villain. That, I think that was that yeah, was clear. Definitely. That was clear during his his last line when he's like, "Stay out of my way." That was it. That was, that was it for that me. Was the moment I think, right there. I think in the in the comics, John Walker as U.S. agent, mm-hmm. um, I think he he is kind of like just just that, like very self motivated and super. He's a little too like nationalistic, a little too mm-hmm. just gung ho U.S. Like he would be like, "Oh, all for the border wall." You know, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, our people, like he's that kind of guy, not necessarily a bad guy, but right. also not necessarily thinking good for all. You know, which is yeah, Steve Rogers always embodied, like right. you know, the good. It's we have to just think about the good of the many, and not even the good of the many outweigh the good of the few. It's either we figure it out for the good of the many, or we don't. There's no no debate on that. And right. John Walker, I think I think I know. I think I know exactly who he's going to turn out to be. Mephisto. Mephisto. It's Mephisto. Yeah, it's Mephisto. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought too. That's what I thought. It's, it's clearly, it's clearly Mephisto. The way that he shaped his hands while he was talking. It was an end. He did this at one point. He did this. His hair was going into like a six six six. There's a meme going around. There's a meme going around where his forehead wrinkle makes an M, and they're like. There it is. I mean, I think all like the, all of the clues are in plain sight. People just don't. So I was, I was super involved, and I actually like, I didn't hate him as much as everyone else did for thirty seconds of screen time last week. I'm like, give him a fucking break. But with that being yeah. said, I liked because once again, the MCU is always going to be the top level of cinematic storytelling of any other films in the world, and I think that like. I liked how they almost tried to get us to like him this episode where he oh yeah that whole beginning 10-15 minutes yeah Mm -hmm. I would say till the end really till the end when he's trying to get like Bucky and Mm -hmm. Sam to work with him and they almost I was watching it and I was like he's not a bad guy I'm like he just wants he just but then once he was like stay out of my way I'm like Bucky has been killing bitches for like a hundred he will snap your neck he will will kill you he will kill you and then go hang out with your grandfather 70 years later lucky he is in therapy girl all right y'all know how I feel about that therapist who selectively is helping Bucky but let Wanda Dunn take over a whole county in New Jersey (laughs) so but I Here's here's the here's the thing. I I am um I I I'm excited. I think I I think that this is what's gonna happen with with Mr. Bradley here, uh, or John, whatever his name is, not Bradley, uh, John, John Walker. Walker. Um, I think that what's gonna they're gonna play games with our head for a little bit. I think ultimately he's gonna be a good guy, and he's gonna unite with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we're gonna be getting um what's uh, Sharon. Um, I was supposed to say Sharon Osborne. That's not who it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sharon Carter. <laughs> Sharon Carter. It's Mephisto. Yeah, Mephisto. Yeah, they're all going to team up together to to fight these okay. other super soldiers, and uh, we're getting Zemo obviously as well. I think that they're going to have to at some point team up. I don't think that ultimately John will be a bad guy per se. I in this series. I, I do actually. Yeah. I think that, yeah. I think that Zemo is going to be what changes it. I think yeah. that they're going to go to Zemo, I and I think, I think Zemo will turn out to be a mistake, as he always is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we should go anywhere near him. I'm confused as to why we haven't killed him. <laughs> and I think that, I think what's going to happen is I agree with John, or, or I do think that eventually 
he will become a super soldier. And I think that Zemo will then involve himself somewhere and flip him. Yeah, and I, I think uh, that, I'll like Harvey Dent Joker thing. Like, absolutely. Right, right, right. Outside right. of what, of what I, he needs to be defending. You know, I think it's going to become too much for him. Right. I think yeah. that like the, I think they're playing it too much of him. Like there were so many moments where like he called himself Captain America. Like that was blasphemous when he first showed up and was like, <laughs> right, he was like, John, hey, John. New Captain America. I said, he didn't even say the new Captain America. Right. right. He was like, I'm, he's like John Walker, Captain America. I was like, you are not fit to shine Captain America's shoes. I do not think you have the facilities, big man. Well, yeah, with that being I, said, I think that, I will say this, because I'll forget to mention it. My favorite part of the entire episode was that we brought our MCU banter back. Like, mm-hmm. we had, like, Bucky and Sam, and even um, with John, and it, it just was, for me, I was like, that is probably the only thing I missed from WandaVision, because we didn't really get right. that out of Darcy in WandaVision. Right, right. And that just is, I, I was excited. Like, I didn't hate him as much, but I don't think, I think that he's eventually going to flip. I also mm-hmm. think that we're, I'm not going to make any Mephisto predictions, but I think <laughs> that we're eventually going to figure out what's happening with Steve Rogers. I think we're oh, eventually, yeah. By yeah. Yeah. They, they, they still, they still have, like they mentioned him again, but they didn't. Yeah, but not alive like, or dead. I yeah. Mean, yeah. When he's dead Zemo, I almost shit my pants. When he, when they were talking about going to Zemo and he's like, oh, there's someone that you, sh-, I was, or no, Isaiah, when he yeah. was like, there's someone you should I meet. I thought it was going like, to be old Steve. I'm like, is it Steve? Are they doing For a quick second? Same thing. I right. was but then once they showed up in Baltimore, I was like, okay. Old Steve is not in Baltimore. Down in the hood, like he it's did not, not be the last man at all. Though that would be pretty. That would be pretty uh, badass, though. Um, but with that said, I think that uh, I mean we do know that obviously because of the promos, we do know that um, that Falcon does get the shield back in some manner. And um, the toy and companies once again ruined right. it because they released his right. final. I don't understand. I put I tweeted this the other day where I'm like, I don't get how in 2021 we're at a place where multiple times toy companies have ruined. They they do they they because yeah. they spoiled they spoiled um uh, some stuff for uh, WandaVision as White well. White Vision they yeah. spoiled White Vision and I think yeah. they spoiled Agatha too. Yeah, it was yeah that's that's beyond repair. Like I, I if I were executive, I'd be like, listen, we're gonna let you make these toys, but you need to shut up. <laughs> I'd be like, we're making them ten years after the movie comes out because right. y'all don't y'all can't handle it. You can't right. handle it. Um, but no, I, I'm I'm excited for where this goes. I'm excited to see some Zemo. We're gonna I, I would imagine we're gonna get Sharon at some point. I hope she's not just like a one episode thing. Yeah, I hope she's next um, episode. Because we only have What's four episodes left. Name? What's her name? Um, Karen Carter? Yeah, her actress name. Because she was on Brothers and Sisters and she was on that show Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, um, her name is... Because she's underrated. She's great as Sharon Carter, yeah. I think. Yeah. Hold on. If only there were a device. Okay. Her, her name is Emily Van Camp. Yes. Oh, yeah. Emily Van Camp. Um, so yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited for the for the next episode. Uh, I don't think there's anything else out like that to anticipate this upcoming week. But I also wasn't expecting Suicide Squad um, this week. Oh, I think that I think that they're releasing a black and white version. A black and oh, white. They already version did. Of, did they release it already? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not that. watching it. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm not this is gray no. version. Yeah. I'm so not, I, I'm not watching I have it. embarrassingly watched the Suicide, the Justice League film probably six times. The four six? hour one, like it's a four hour four movie, hour, yeah. Jared. Yeah, so once again, don't judge my free time. I am talented, skinny, and angry. Did you so fast forward the slow motion? No. Wait, wait, wait. I, 
Why did you just say slow motion? Do you because, have a gripe about it? The same gripe I have? Yes. It, Thirty. They, 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 they did some research. Is it twenty-five minutes or thirty? Yeah. Twenty-five minutes of slow motion. That, that movie was, could have been I three and a half hours. I getting annoyed with that. Just all the slow motion. Over That's all it was. Over, over. thirty I, minutes. Listen, <laughs> I really love Gal. I really, really, I do really, too. But that's really what pictures her. are for. I know, Clips. but I don't think that we YouTube. love YouTube. I just watching. I am so enthralled by her performance as Wonder Woman. That's so fair. for me, I, get it. I am always, and also like, I am usually like when I'm watching it, like a four hour movie is a lot for me. So I've watched it every single time I've watched it. I've seen something I didn't see the time before. And I'm trying honestly to just like love it. So it's like when I first watched it, I had issues. We talked about it. There were yes. moments where I didn't really like, and now that I've watched it multiple times, like I really do think that if it had been released instead of the theatrical cut, I think the Snyderverse would have continued. Oh, and sure. Oh, without a doubt. Films. So it's, it's, I like it because I like watching it. How dare they? put a black and white version out and expect me to watch that film. Like yeah, you're- I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. You're out of your mind. I'm like, yeah. you can give me a, bla a black and white of the Joss Whedon one, I'll watch that, but I'm not watching- No, it. no, I think I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm Justice no. Leagued out. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm Justice I'll Leagued out. Again in, in uh, summertime, I, if they put and it in I also, place. I have a thing, I can't rewatch movies anyway. Like in general, I don't, I don't, I can't rewatch oh, movies. I rewatch movies all I the time. I can't do it. I have seen I Endgame at least 27 times. No, at I can't least. do it. I've seen it once. That's all I need. Oh my God. Wow. Charlie like gets mad at me. Cause like I watch like every time I'm done, I'm like, let's watch them all again. He's no. like, why? I can't, I can't. And, that, and that's, just, and that's not just for comic book movies. I'm, I'm talking movies and TV shows in general. Like once I want to watch it once, I can't rewatch it. Even my favorite, some of my favorite movies I've only seen once or twice. I can't. I can't I do it. I can't rewatch it. I'm uh, rewatching. Like, I'm. I'm not rewatching, but I'm watching True Blood for the first time now. Charlie and I. I've never seen shut it. Shut the fuck up! I'm watching True Blood. Wait. Okay. Wait. 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 Hold on. Let's. Let's. What? Let's. Uh, let's end oh this God. podcast and then let's watch True Blood. Sorry. We're gonna keep going. Okay. I had to stop them. I had to stop them before they went off about True Blood. Uh, <laughs> with that said, my friends, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> My friends, thank you so much for watching uh, the, the RSS Friends podcast. Um, if you enjoyed watching this, if you're watching this on YouTube, please sure to uh, hit that subscribe button. And if you are listening on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, make sure you follow the, uh, uh, the Vibe with Kai or the RSS Friends. That way you are informed of when things are being posted. And then last but not least, you can follow me on your favorite social media platforms. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that at The Vibe with Kai. You can also visit my website at thevibewithkai.com where I'm always posting blogs and things that'll help you do good, feel good, be good, and have a good life full of good vibes. To my panelists, Jared, John, and our special guest panelist today, Bruce, Bruce. De La Cruz. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, with that said, as always, my friends, God bless and good vibes.